0: Home Improvement is on the air. With your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800 800- 288-9227. That's 800 288 WBAP. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advid Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just 3680 Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com, wall foam insulation for existing homes, Cadell Electric Services for all of your electrical needs, Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors, and Mr. Restore water, Storm Restoration. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. Any home improvement question, pick up the phone, give me a call, 1-800-288-9227, as every week, 1-800-288-9227, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on WBAP. And you know, Texas Home Improvement is just, it's a call-in show. You call in, you ask your questions. We talk about it, and I see what I can do to help you out. So if you got a home improvement question, whether you're dealing with a contractor, doing the project yourself, thinking about a project, maybe you're out looking at houses and have questions on them, or you got a house you're getting ready to sell, whatever the question, pick up the phone, give me a call, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Also, don't forget, check out our website, pro. Dot com That's pro.com All kinds of helpful information there. Links to all the sponsors you hear me talk about. And these are all people I check out to make sure they're going to do a good job for you. As well as links to get on our Facebook, Twitter. Sign up for our newsletter. Just all the different things you want to see that's going on. And you'll see about the Patterson Project. That's the firefighter's house that we're redoing right now. And I'm going to talk about that in a, in a few minutes as well. But... You know, right now what I really want to do is get the phones going 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. When you go to our website, you can see we made some uh, updates and changes to it. So uh, those just went online this week, so you got to go check it out, thipro.com. Now, I mentioned the Patterson Project. That's the firefighter's house that we're redoing, and Uh, Got some people to thank this week because, you know, last week I said the foundation was in. Well, we got things going this week. We've got it. We gutted the kitchen out. We gutted the bathroom out. My guys from Due West uh, Total Plumbing did that. Cadell Electric came in, and uh, they've been uh, rewiring the place, and they've got some great vendors that are helping them out with some of the materials like uh, Eaton Cutler Hammer, Bell & McCoy, Texas Lighting. All these are stepping up and donating materials for the rewiring of the house because we're not just wiring the addition; we're rewiring the entire house since it was built in the 40s, and uh, you know, all all the electrical is old on it. Now the framing is getting started. Got the materials on site. Had some weather delays getting the framing done, but uh, it's moving, and we're going to get that taken care of. But we, we still need some help with some of the next stuff. And, you know, uh, this, this is a true house raising. You know, the, the old-fashioned house raising where neighbor helped neighbor and, and everybody pitched in and helped each other. If you're a cabinet company, we're going to need some cabinets. Landscaper for the backyard. A fence company to fix a leaning fence in the backyard. A painter, and we have the paint. Faust Bar from Ace Hardware has donated the paint. Uh, someone to install the hardy siding. Uh, we're getting siding from hardy, but we're going to need an installer. So these are just some of the things that we need. Drywall, though, is going to be the one that's going to be hitting us this week because framing will be done. We'll get our inspections. We're ready to drywall. And, you know, our first week is gone. We're trying to get this project done in three weeks, so we only got two weeks left. So we're, we're having to push to keep this going. Uh, also, you know, if you're not a contractor, can't can't, uh, you know, Donate your services. If you want to donate to the cause, by all means, you can do that as well. Uh, You can call 972-852-9191. That's 972-852-9191. Or uh, go online to thipro.com. There you'll find links to help you out as well. But, you know like i said this is truly a community house raising so if you want to get involved by all means i really i want to encourage you to do so and it's this really is a great project to uh, to be working on again our phone number if you got to, if you want to call in with a question 800 288 9227 that's 800 288 9227 this portion of texas home improvement is being made possible by axiom solar dfw's authority renewable energy. Again, that's Axiom Solar. And, you know, I've said for a long time, hold off on solar, hold off. It wasn't quite time. This is the time. There is some just wonderful tax credits and stuff available, making this really the best time to take a look at solar that I've seen. So if you're interested in solar power, now is the time to check into it. Uh, You know, one of the other things that you'll see at our website is we've got a members section. And uh, if you call in and you want to make a donation, we actually have some packages where we can sign you up as a, on, on our member site. Uh, it is a fee site where we answer questions and stuff where, where you shoot an email to me and I answer those directly. And I had one that came in that uh, I kind of found interesting this week. I had a sewer smell in my master bedroom bathroom for months. I've had two plumbers come out. They changed the wax ring on the toilet. They placed two wax rings. The smell is still there. The last plumber did a smoke test, but he couldn't identify the source of the smell. Help, Ed. Well, I went back and forth with Ed, and and, uh, there's a couple things that actually need to be checked on. If they did the smoke test... You know, if there's any breaks in the line, you would hope that would come out. And, and you know, that's given if the smoke test is done properly. Um, the first thing I, you know, had to question is P-traps. Is there a P-trap that's leaking? And so when the water gets in it, it leaks out. Hence, you're going to get the sewer smell into the room. So that's the first thing that needs to be checked. And the two P-traps that are, are going to be, uh, have to be checked is one, if there's a shower in there, those usually aren't that bad about it. But two, the bathtub, they are notorious for getting leaks in the P-traps. And so that would be the absolute first place I would check into this. Uh, Beyond that, it actually can become a venting issue. And what really threw that up is this house was built in 2006. And so if the wind is blowing from the right direction, it can blow down through a window. Different scenarios like that or or get in through the soffit boards. You know, the vent stacks are much like a, a fireplace chimney. It's got to come up a certain way and you know vent out properly or you can get downdrafts into it. And the downdraft doesn't necessarily mean it's pushing the sewer gas down the pipe. It can just push it down outside and allow it to come in through a window or through soffit vents and stuff. So there's there were several things that need to be checked on and um, you know, the smoke test is, definitely is something to, to do to, to help out with it. But I want, I want to check those other items first to see if there's a leak. And, and uh, I haven't heard back from them yet to find out if that solved the problem. But those are the items I would check first. Uh, and especially that P-trap under a bathtub. 1-800-288-9227. That's one 800 288 Nine two two seven. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'm gonna see what I can do to help you out here on Texas home improvement.
0: To those who keep us safe, we've got your back. The foundation has been repaired, the inside of the home has been demoed, and our total home renovation for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway. And now we need your help. Go to thiPro.com to donate to the Patterson project. Now, it's your turn to be a hero. To find out more about this special project and the Patterson family, go to THIPro.com. Texas Home Improvement honors the men and women of Texas who help keep us safe. Here's more with Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome back. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by the 2014 Residential HVAC Contractor of the Year. Advent Air. You can call them at 972-221-4373. And they are a big part of the Patterson Project. In fact, they were the contractor first that stepped up with an air conditioning system from uh, Carrier, the Infinity System. And that's really what got this whole ball rolling, helping out the Pattersons. And again, if you want to get involved and help out the Pattersons, you you can call 972-852- 9191, 91. that's 972-852-9191, and make a contribution or donate some services. Uh, we're looking for drywall. I mean, that, that's going to be the, the next big one that we got to have. Then we need cabinets, a landscaper for the backyard, painter, we have the paint, but we need a, a painting company, someone to install the hardy siding on the addition. Uh, you know, and none of these are going to be, Huge, huge projects. The addition we're doing is only 418 square feet. So it's it's not like we're building an entire house that you're donating your time to. Plus, again, if you're not a contractor and you want to donate some funds, we've got some things that you can uh, donate. And you know we, we're willing to give back as well. So you can check all that out on our website, thipro.com. And again, if you want to just call in with a donation, 972-852-9191. But on Saturdays, my primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. And I need some calls now at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out. Now, this week I had to go down to Houston. And uh, while I was down there, Cadell Electric actually got started on the electrical work at the Patterson Project. And I wasn't able to be there uh, at the beginning of the project, but Brian McFarling, my uh, partner here on Texas Home Improvement, who takes care of all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff, was there. And uh, he actually did a little interview with uh, Lance Cadell, and I wanted to play that for you real quick.
2: All right, Jim, we are at the Patterson home. I'm here with uh, Lance Cadell. And Lance, tell us real quick about what you guys are doing here at the Patterson house.
3: Right now, today, we've just started rewiring the existing portion of the house. It's a 100% rewire. We're replacing every receptacle, every switch, all the wiring that goes to them. And right now, we're in the middle of dropping wires down the walls.
2: I will say this, though. We have a major part of the house that is being renovated. We've got the existing part, then we've got a new part of the home. What kind of challenges is that? for somebody doing that type of remodel.
3: Well, the existing part of the house, we have to kind of keep in mind uh, where the new portion of the house is going to be located so we can sort of anticipate our wire length and sometimes we have to cut wire and let it lie until the new portion is built. Uh, in this case, we're doing this so quickly that there's a lot of that going on actually. So there's a lot of prep work and um, anticipation on every circuit that we're running in here.
2: And uh, you guys did get some help from a lot of your uh, vendors. Talk a little bit about the companies that are stepping up to help you help the Pattersons?
3: Yeah, I've approached uh, some of our salespeople from distributors that we use, and we've had some guys step up so far. We've got Bella McCoy uh, are donating smoke detectors and CO2 detectors. We've got Eaton Cutler Hammer is going to de- donate the, the electrical service and the breakers and any of the electrical gear that we've got, and then of course we're picking up whatever might be left, the wire, the receptacles, Cadell Electric is doing
2: that. And we really appreciate that, Lance. We've talked about it earlier today, but this is for a fireman. There were a lot of potential fire hazards with the elec- existing electrical system, wasn't there?
3: Yeah, this was sort of a textbook house for my electricians to come in and say, look, we need to. you need to think about replacing your panel. You've got a lot of outlets that aren't grounded. The majority of the house uh, outlets are not grounded. You're missing GFI protection in a lot of cases. They really had almost every single problem that we run into. They had them all concentrated in this house.
2: Well, and as you can hear behind us, we've got all kinds of demo work taking place. We're taking the walls out, but you guys have to rewire this entire house. What goes into doing that? That's not just come in and put in a couple of switches. There's a lot of demo, a lot of rewire, a lot of adding to what they have. Or let me ask you this. Are you pulling everything out?
3: we're pulling everything out. We are using some of the existing outlet locations and switch locations, but because this house was built so long ago, we actually have to add in other outlets to meet current National Electric Code. So that's that's gonna be done. All of the arc fault breakers are gonna be installed. Everything that a new house that is being built today from the ground up is gonna be in this house.
2: Well, we really appreciate your help on the Patterson project. I want everybody to know this. This is a big deal for this house. This is not, like we said earlier, it's changing out a couple of wires, a total rewire. They had the knob and tube wiring back from the 40s, and you guys are bringing them all the way from the 40s to 2014 to meet code, and I really appreciate it, Lance. Thank you so much for helping us, and I look forward to having this project done and and everybody getting together and celebrating with the Patterson family.
3: Thanks, Brian. I'm looking forward to it, too.
1: And I appreciate uh, all the work that uh, Lance Cadell and uh, his company has been doing out there, Cadell Electric. They do a great job. This is the second project they're helping us out on. And uh, truly, I want to thank them for all the, the work they're doing out there. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Beverly, what can I do for you today? Well, hi, Jim, and God
4: bless the, the Patterson's.
1: Oh, I, I agree.
4: Um, mm-hmm. We'll keep them in our prayers. Um, I want to find out about. Um, the, we're we're sixty six years old, building our first house, and uh, we're gonna we're going to be moving to Anna, and we're wondering if I have a like a threefold question. First is how do you protect the foundation on the new home? Um, what's the best way to do that well
1: the first thing you need to do before the foundation is even poured is have a soils test done-hmm
4: and well, that, that
1: determines what type of foundation should be built and how you know if it needs piers and all that uh-huh. beyond that in most soil types if you're in the black gumbo clay soils like are so predominant around here mm-hmm. uh they're very expansive, and so when they dry out, they shrink. When they get wet, they expand again. It's impossible to keep them dry all the time, especially, I mean, look at how our weather's been. Right. So what you have to do is keep them watered and keep them moist. And, Beverly, that music means i got to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. If you'll hold on, I'll come back to you as soon as we come back with more Texas home broom because there's a lot of areas out there that need this type of work done, and it's not expensive. You can do it yourself, so we'll be right back with more. Texas home improvement
0: to those who keep us safe we've got your back the foundation has been repaired the inside of the home has been demoed and our total home renovation for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway and now we need your help The total home overhaul for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway. Due West Foundation Repair has the foundation nice and level. Cadell Electric is about to wrap up the total rewire. And the folks at Mr. Restore are beginning the framing of the new addition. To find out more about this special project and the Patterson family, go to THIPro.com. Texas Home Improvement honors the men and women of Texas who help keep us safe. Here's more with Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome back. Hey, this portion is being made possible by Dallas Bath & Glass, specializing in frameless shower doors. DallasBathAndGlass.com is the website. 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out. When we left, I was talking with Beverly, and Beverly, are you there still? Yes, I am. Okay, back, we were talking about the uh, black gumbo clay soils that so many of us have. They piled
4: on some sand uh, all good half a foot deep. I know that when we went out to look at it. I don't know if it's going to make a difference.
1: Did they bring that in, you said, or or was that there already? uh,
4: It's it's I think a second level house. That
1: uh, really won't make any difference on the foundation itself as far as watering. It matters what's in the top five six seven feet okay and so that's what the soils test would normally tell you if mm. underneath that sand you've got the black gumbo clay which, and typically out in in uh you said anna. you're building this in in anna yes yeah that's a lot of times is the black gumbo clay soil out there uh but there, there are some pockets of sand so you you definitely want to dig down and find out what you've got but because if you've got just sand you don't water the water can actually make things worse. If you got the gumbo clay soils, then you water to keep the soils hydrated, expanded, and keep the foundation from moving. Okay. Uh, and, and it, it, I, Do you go online, Beverly? My husband does. Okay. Go to our website, thipro.com, and click on the link to do West Foundation Repair. Okay. I've got detailed watering instructions there for uh, do-it-yourself. Okay, so it's very inexpensive to do,
4: and we only live a block away from a a little stream, Uh they call it. And uh, I'm just wondering, insofar as uh, uh, mosquitoes, bugs, whatever we should do to prevent that, and also um, mice and rats that could come in because they're digging up holes for they're digging foundations and holes, (laughs) everything, yeah. Six hundred more homes, and termites is another thing I'm worried about.
1: Well, termites can be treated for. Mm-hmm. The rats and mice, uh, you know, as they get disturbed, they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as mosquitoes from a stream or a creek, mm-hmm. moving water is not an issue. It's only stagnant water that's you know sits around in buckets and things like that. Well, so
4: we shouldn't have to worry about. Nope. Uh, uh, the termites are the same way.
1: Well, termites ants. termites can be treated for, and ants and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, is is it something you have to be a little bit concerned with? Yes, you have to watch and have your inspections done, get your treatments done, and that'll pretty much keep them away. Should we do it before we move in? Uh, you know, I
4: would. Uh-huh. That's what I said to my husband. And have, by the way, have they started?
1: Hi. Have they started building yet? Oh yeah. Okay.
4: To it for a couple months, and and one thing, uh, Jim, I just want to say hi to my husband. I told him I would be calling you and <laughs> asking you all kinds of questions. He's on his way home from work. On his way home from work
1: right now. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> so, hey, for your uh, you know bugs and stuff, uh-huh. give EcoSafe a call.
4: Right. I've been trying to get names, and I says I'm only going to trust Jim for the, his, uh, the people that uh, advertise on your, cha- on, well, I always listen to WBAP, but uh, on your program. And um, EcoSafe, well, we'll get them out there and make sure, because okay. I don't want to deal with that at all in a brand new home.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's always best to get it started right from the, from the beginning.
4: Yeah, I'm six, we're 66 years old, and this is the first house we've built, and, uh, you know, I, I want to do it right. <laughs> yep. Well, Beverly, good luck with that house. Well, thank you, and I appreciate you talking to me, and have a good weekend.
1: You as well, ma'am. Bye-bye. Thank you.
4: Bye-bye.
1: And just for everybody listening, if you want to call EcoSafe, it's 214-358-5201. Now, 1-800-288-9227 is our number. got a special guest I want to bring on real quick, and that's Clint from Mr. Restore. Clint, how are you doing today?
5: Jim, I am doing well. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, man, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it's raining on the weekend and, instead of just during the week, but we've had yeah, enough rain sure. this week. It's been uh, beating you up out there at the Patterson home.
5: It, it has created a little bit of problems here and there. Uh, not enough that we're not moving forward. So we've got uh, five guys out there right now framing on the flooring system and getting flooring done and ready to get walls put up. And So it is happening, uh, and we think we've got a clear enough section of today at least that we can make some stuff work and get that thing knocked out. We don't want to get uh, behind on schedule more than we're already going to gonna be from uh, the rain this week. So we're trying to make it happen.
1: Well, Clint, I, I really appreciate all the work that Mystery Store is doing. I mean, every time we, we're getting into the uh, a little pinch, I, I've been able to call you up, and, and you're able to uh, provide the services that we're needing to get this project done, and I really appreciate you stepping up to the plate on this.
5: Absolutely, man. You're certainly welcome. I am very fortunate to have a really good team, and those guys come through for us regularly. Uh, it's, not, it's not me. Uh, it's the guys that are behind me that are supporting what we're doing that uh, really make this stuff happen. And so we're, I'm grateful for them.
1: Now, you guys at Mystery Store, you work with firefighters a lot.
5: We do. We do a lot of stuff with fire departments uh, simply because of the nature of our business. So we we may start on a project and the fire department may come back through, uh, you know, day two uh, when we're on a project just to kind of see what had happened in the daylight now and and train the different shift or show a different shift exactly what happened on a project. And so we've developed some really good relationship with fire departments uh, as a result of that. And we employ firefighters as a result of that to uh, provide services for us on various things and including uh, content and pack out and some of those kind of things. So we, have had a really good relationship. We support a lot of teams that are local fire departments that run what they call the combat challenge, which is their, um, their specialty sport for firefighters uh, to you know, prove their value and worth and health uh, in their field. So we work with them a lot.
1: Well, and, and just to – my dad's always told me, if you don't toot your own horn, nobody's going to do it for you, but I'm going to do it for you, Clint, because all right, uh, Clint not only is he taking care of the framing, he stepped up and moved to Patterson's belongings out help box it up and everything moved it to his storage facility where he's housing it while we're doing the project because we had to have the house empty this is such a major project we had to totally empty the house out and uh you know he works with people day in and day out who have to go through these uh dramatic things i mean on this house we're able to schedule all this being done but the the projects that you normally work on are because somebody's house caught fire or flooded or something like that. So you don't have the luxury of, of uh, timing everything out like we're doing, do you?
5: Yeah, That's right. You know, most of the time uh, on project, our typical project that we work on, uh, somebody uh, went to school that morning or went to work that day and, and then they came home to a house that was uh, full of water and flooded or, or partially gone from a fire. or They went to bed thinking everything was fine and And, um, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and have to run out of their house because something happened and was on fire. And it's never a planned situation, obviously. So this project is is really kind of cool for us because we've actually had a chance to kind of think through and plan some things out. And people know when stuff is going to happen and be able to put it on a schedule and and a time frame and make selections before anything has happened. And some of those things are really nice to be able to do because that's not normal for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually we're dealing with your emergency right now and we're having to take care of you immediately to make sure that uh, we get you back to normal as fast as we possibly can and so um, we do that well uh, we enjoy doing that uh, but this is also fun to be able to do one that's been planned out a little bit and, um, with with a bunch of different players and different teams that are are helping step up and, and take care of some of the slack you know uh, B west getting the the foundation footings poured for us and set and ready to go and uh Cadillac electric getting out there to to get the wiring ready to go and then and then do us plumbing coming in to make that stuff happen here next week and it's just it's kind of a cool project to be able to work that way with a big group of people and and watch it come together
1: well you also made arrangements with uh some of the firefighter groups to be bringing in lunch every day
5: yeah we did actually that was uh one of my team members that does a lot of the marketing stuff for us and kind of works our facebook and some other things kelly just uh uh, put out posts about what was happening and what was going on. And we had several of the fire departments, because they know us and they follow us on Twitter and, and Facebook and things of that nature, uh, recognize what was happening. We're like, hey, how can we help you? Um, so we had a bunch of different fire departments uh, that stepped up, not fire departments, but different stations and different organizations within fire department uh, from Arlington and Dallas and Farmers Branch and those groups and the colony that have stepped up and said, hey, we want to help one of our brothers, and we want to help you guys that are helping one of our brothers uh, in any way we can. So they brought us lunch, um, and we had you know some fire department personnel that came in and helped us with the pack out and get some of that stuff done. It's just been really great to watch how uh, much the fire department is a family, regardless of what station or what department you're with, and they want to help and work. Uh, toward assisting one of their brothers who's been injured uh, in the line of duty. And he was injured because he was there to protect us, all of us, whether you live in Dallas or not. And that's what a fire department's job is, is to, to protect you, and they're willing to do that. And that's what happened to Jeff.
1: You, you know, a lot of times we, we forget how much they do help and protect us. And just a, a, a quick side note story, I, I, I sit a, a, on the board of a, a rodeo down in the Houston area. And because I go down there pretty regular and it's my hometown in Pasadena and our rodeo will kick off this year, September 11th on that Mm. Friday night. And we've we already do a military night and the subject came up, you know, should we do something special for the military that night? And I said, no, we're already doing a military night, September 11th. It wasn't the military who responded that day. It was the firefighters and the police department. That's right. That's who we need to honor that day.
5: Yep. The local first responders do amazing things, and and I'm grateful that you're doing that, Jim. And, and I know these guys here, when they hear that, they'll be grateful for that, too.
1: Well, Clint, how can people get in touch with Mystery Store if they have that nasty need where something happened at their house and yeah, they've got to sure. have We're, your services? <laughs> We're one of those people
5: that you hope never, uh, you hope to never have to call us, but it's nice to know someone that does it when you do. Um, so get a hold of us mr restore at mr. That's mrrestore.com that's mrrestor e.com or at 877 631 7576 and we'll be there for you usually within about an hour
1: Clint I sure appreciate all you're doing for us and uh you know I really I I've, I'm, from the bottom of my heart I want to thank you for everything that you've done out there and and uh, continue to do
5: Jim thank you we'll see you soon
1: all righty take care uh, bye bye Again, our number 1-800-288-9227. If you want to get involved and help us out, you can go and call 972-852-9191. That's a number where you can make a donation. There's some services that we're still looking for as well. I need somebody to come in and do the drywall work. We're needing some cabinets, a landscaper for the backyard, uh, someone to do the painting in the house. We've got the paint. We just need somebody to do the painting. And, of course, somebody to install the hardy siding on the outside. These are all projects that if you're a contractor, you can step up. If you're not a contractor and you just want to make a donation, by all means, again, 972-852-9191. It goes for a great cause. And, you know, this is not going to be the last project we're going to do. We enjoy doing these kind of projects, and it's something that we will continue to do. Texas
0: Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advid Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. America's choice windows. Windows, with 10 windows for just 3680. dollars Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. EcoSafe Pest Control, your natural safe pest control solution. Todd Tremonti's home selling team. Let's get it sold. Rhino Shield ceramic coatings. Better than paint. Arrington Roofing, the company that still hand nails all of their shingles. Axiom Solar, the Texas authority on renewable energy. And now... Broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Cadell Electric. For all your electrical needs, 214-329-4567. Online cadell Cadellelectric.com. And as I promised before we went into the news break, since I went too long and kind of bunched everything up at the end of the show, I'm going straight back into the call. So 1-800-288-9227. Tom, this is Jim. Welcome to WBAP.
6: Yes, hello. I've got a problem with my, when I run the washer, uh-huh. I, then it gurgles back through my bathroom, Tell me what
1: that might could cause that. Has it always done it?
6: No, it's just recently.
1: Okay. Uh, it's going to be in the drain line, and that gurgling you're hearing is probably it trying to draw some uh, air when the dishwasher is discharging, which yeah. tells me you probably got a vent pipe that's plugged.
6: That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I thought it might be something else, but... Can I just run water down the vent pipe and flush it out?
1: Would that work? A lot of times, that's all it takes. Is go up, go up on the top, run a water hose down there, and and try to flush it out. Uh, and most of the time, that'll clear it up.
6: Okay, well I appreciate it.
1: You bet, Tom. Take care. Bye bye. One 1-800-288-9227. That's one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. Graham, this is Jim. What can I do for you today?
7: Well, hi, Jim. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to let you know I really love your program. I've got a couple of quick questions. The first one is, some weeks back, you mentioned a radiant barrier, I think something that you rolled out in your attic.
1: Yeah, Energy Q.
7: Energy 2?
1: No, Q, the letter Q. Q, I'm sorry. Yeah,
7: I got it.
1: And that's actually their website. If you go energy, the letter Q, dot com.
7: Got it. Okay. Thank you. Second question. I uh, am trying to uh, uh, actually take my backyard, real small backyard, about 444 square feet, and uh, the grass is not growing well. It's so shady. So I'm going to have possibly some contractors put in like flagstone. I've had a couple of estimates. I'm just questioning there. One wanted to actually re-concrete the, the rest of the backyard and then lay the flagstone on top of it, but another one said he thought that it'd be best to put a couple of inch. I think he said ground up um, granite rather than sand because it would wash away. But uh, and then lay the flagstone. He says that way you still have water getting through for the shrubs and trees and that may you know have their roots underneath. Um, but I was just questioning what What do you think about that? It, it would be putting the rest of the backyard in flagstone.
1: Okay. And how big a backyard did you say it is?
7: Well, the amount that they would actually do would be around 450, 500 square feet.
1: Okay. You know, i got to be honest. If I was getting ready to do a backyard of that size, I would not pour concrete and then put the flagstone on top. Right. Uh, okay. I personally... And I do, I've done this with paver stones as well. Uh-huh. I'll use crushed limestone first for a, for a good base. Uh-huh. Then I put my sand on top of that and lay the flagstone or paver stones, whichever okay. I'm putting down, into right. that. Um, and the main reason I do it that way, if you put the crushed granite underneath and you've dug out like that, uh-huh. you create a water pit. Every, mm-hmm. time, every time it rains, you know, because that's not a packed thing. That's It's basically like uh, marbles down there. It holds water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that can create problems for you down the road. And it, it, I find it to be more stable to put the crushed limestone because that packs much like concrete will. Yet if you do ever have to take it out or do anything, it's much easier than having a jackhammer concrete.
7: Right, right. Well, plus the, there's you know there's a big oak tree right in the very corner of the yard, and it's got a big root that comes down. So I, you know I wouldn't want to cut off the water supply.
1: Well, you really won't because the concrete acts as a or the limestone, whichever you put down, they'll act as a natural moisture barrier. So mm-hmm. the so, the sunlight won't be removing all the moisture anymore. Only the tree will, and that's going to do enough damage on its own. But. Since you brought up the tree, one of the things a lot of times people fail to realize, when you pour concrete too close to a tree, mm-hmm. you can kill the tree. Right, right. Uh, because the the material that's in the concrete does harm the tree. Uh, it, absolutely, with what you just described, because of the tree itself, I would go with the limestone.
7: Okay. Okay, that's what I needed to know.
1: Graham, you take care, and I appreciate you holding through that news break.
7: Yeah, well, thank you so much.
1: You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that's 1-800-288-9227. And that is everybody that was holding through the, the news break. So, Kathy, if you want to call back, I will get you right to you because I really do want to hear on that water leak what you found. Also... We've been talking about the Patterson project. I want to thank a few companies. Cadell Electric, they're out there doing the electric work uh, right now, and some of their vendors have stepped up and helped them out. Eaton Cutler Hammer has taken care of the electric service and breakers. Bella McCoy, smoke detectors and and uh, such. Texas Lighting is going to help out with some of the light fixtures, and uh, I just want to thank everybody that that is stepping up and helping out with the Patterson project. And if you want to help out, you can call in a donation to 972-852-9191. That's 972-852-9191. Also, we're looking for some services still. I need somebody for drywall. So if you're a contractor who does drywall work, cabinets, a landscaper for the backyard... Uh, painter, because we've got the paint donated from Valspar. Someone to install Hardy Siding. These are all projects that we're looking to get done uh, that we still have some openings available. If you're a contractor, you can give us a call and, or send us an email and we'll help out or uh, we'll, we'll get in touch with you and get, get you uh, involved in the project. But again, if you want to just make a donation, 972 852 9191. Alrighty, again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone give me a call because I've got open lines, and I don't want to just sit here and talk. I need your calls in order to have somebody to talk to so that's a call-in show like it's supposed to be. Again, that number, 1-800-288-9227, and uh, I'll see what I can do to help you out. Uh, Also, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information, links to all the sponsors you hear me talk about, information on the Patterson Home Project that we're working on, as well as a place you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. And again, that's all available at thipro.com. Now, I do want to talk about the weather for just a moment because, you know, we've been going through some really nasty weather cycles. Uh, granted, we had snow and we had ice and, you know, now we're back into more moderate temperatures and getting a lot of rain and stuff. The, the ground is becoming saturated, at least up on the surface. Uh, in fact, so much so, last weekend, last Sunday when I was mowing the yard, I actually got my lawnmower stuck, which... I've been in this house for, let's see, uh, oh my goodness, 12 years already. And that's the first time I ever got the lawnmower stuck here. And granted, we went through a severe drought for years. And with the rain we're getting, everybody thinks, well, the lake levels are coming up, so the drought's going to be over. Deep down, the soils are still dry, but the surface soils are just saturated. And here's what happens when when that takes place. The moisture only goes down about an eighth of an inch an hour when it's raining. And if we get enough rain that it it, uh, expands the soils on the surface, it actually slows the process of the moisture going down into the deeper soils. Does it eliminate it? Absolutely not. But it will slow it down some. Now, as the surface soils are real wet, the bottom soils will draw the moisture down in order to... uh, equalize the moisture levels, but I, I just want everybody to understand, just because we've been getting all these rains, and yes, levels are back up, rainfall totals are back up and stuff, the drought still has damage out there that we don't see, and it probably will have for quite some time. So uh, don't don't let up on keeping your foundations watered and stuff like that, because if you do, I guarantee you, you'll be calling my office to get some work done. Bob, this is Jim. What can I do for you?
6: We have a house we built about 15 years ago, and I'm considering doing some extra insulation. I heard you talking about Energy Q, Uh and uh, I've thought about that, and I also have thought about uh, I've had some suggestion about blown foam. Uh, on the underneath of the roof, which would you suggest be best?
1: Without question, go with the Energy Q.
6: Okay.
1: And he, and here's why: foam insulation on the bottom of the uh, attic decking. Basically, the way that's going to work to help insulate your home better is you're going to start heating and cooling the attic. Because okay. Because insulation only works in heated and cooled spaces. It does not work in anything that's not heated and cooled because it's satur- it gets saturated with the heat and just doesn't do anything beyond that. What insulation does is slow the heat transfer. What a radiant barrier does is block heat transfer. And so if you've got an attic space in an older home, unless you want to totally retrofit this house, I would go with a, a radiant barrier with, with no questions.
6: Okay, and you would just lay that on the, the bottom of the attic floor? Hey,
1: if you're using the Energy Q, yes. That one's a multi-layer system that's designed where it can lay on the attic floor. It, if you're using just a single-ply type radiant barrier, then you would have to put it up on the roof decking. I personally like the one that's on the attic floor because I'm uh, protecting my insulation that I do have from the heat, so it's easier for it to do its job. Uh, and uh, help lower your utility bills that way.
6: Okay. How much good does that do?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I live in a house built in 1973, 3,000-square-foot house, and I've got the energy queue up in my attic, and I've still got the original insulation in the walls, which isn't much in a house from '73, and I run an electric bill of less than $200 a month during the summer months. So it does a lot. Okay.
6: Well, that's that's about what ours is running right now. It's it's about three thousand square feet. Also. How much insulation and, do
1: you have in the attic
6: currently? Oh, it's about even with uh, the rafters, the um, uh, joists.
1: Okay. I have none.
6: About oh, a th- about
1: ahead. a third of the insulation, and I when I redid the house, I pulled some of the ceilings down. I never bothered putting the insulation back. So I've got, in about a third of the house, no insulation. And in the part of the house that does have insulation, it's only about
6: four inches thick. Okay. All right. Well, that probably answers my question, then. All
1: righty. Well, Bob, have a great weekend.
6: Okay. Thanks a lot. You bet. Bye-bye.
1: And again, our number, one 800 288 Nine two two seven. That's 1-800-288-9227. Don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. Any home improvement question you have, though, I'm taking calls and answering questions. Lee, do I got time to take another call? Jeff, what can I do for you?
6: Good afternoon. I've got a couple of quick questions regarding slab foundations. Uh, I have one home uh, that for some reason... Three of the corners of the actual slab, the foundation, has somehow broken off or chipped off. And we're trying to get this house ready to sell, put on the market. And I thought, well, you know, that could possibly be real. Uh,
1: well, I know, that, torn off that in itself. So who, would
6: I seek, who would I seek to repair that?
1: That in itself is not a foundation problem. Uh, on those corners, they'll crack off between four and six inches back from the corner. Because the, uh, all concrete, as it dries, you know, shrinks just a little bit and it expands and contracts. There's no steel that goes that far out to hold that corner on through all this process, and so it'll form a crack and chip off. Now, sometimes you get home inspectors who don't know what the heck they're doing, and they'll flag it and say, oh, you got to get it checked for a foundation problem. That is absolutely not a foundation problem. All you need to do is epoxy that piece of concrete back on and, and you're done with that. Some of the foundation contractors will do it. Some of the brick repair people will do it. A lot of times homeowners will do that themselves.
6: Okay. And another uh, related question, and it kind of went with one of your previous callers about concrete and flagstone. Yeah. Uh, I've got an area around the back side of the house that... I thought uh, up along the foundation, I kind of wanted to put some kind of walking stone, flagstone, or something. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted the irrigation, some kind of a drip system. So how would I implement both of them to keep the foundation from settling? Ah, that's a great
1: question, Jeff. That music means I'm going to take a quick break. I'll come back to you right after news, traffic, and weather here on WBAP. All right, when we went to news, traffic, and weather, we were talking with Jeff. And, Jeff, are you there still? Yes. You want to give us a quick rundown for everybody that uh, maybe just tuned in on your second question there?
6: Sure. Uh, I was trying to put in an irrigation system, of course, trying to keep the foundation watered. Got the slab foundation from, you know, further damage. And it appears to be the rule of thumb for drip systems or irrigation systems around foundations. I want to say it's about a foot out from the foundation, if I remember correctly, but around part of the house in the backside, I was hoping to just put some some kind of stepping stone or flagstone along the house. Uh, so how would I incorporate the system with that if I had stone instead of shrubbery or some other kind of greenery okay. uh, right along the house?
1: And you are correct. Typically, you keep the irrigation system 12 to 18 inches away from the foundation, whether it's the soaker hoses or drip irrigation. And if you come to concrete, like a sidewalk or patio, something like that, go around it as though it's part of the foundation. Now, where you're talking about wanting to put the flagstone, are you going to put anything underneath the flagstone solid, or are you just going to set those on the ground?
6: Well, <laughs> yeah, the cheap, easy side of me would say just put it on the ground.
1: <laughs> now, now, Jeff, let's be real. That's the lazy side of you, not the cheap side. That's, but that, that, and, and quite frankly... If I'm just putting in a, a stepping sidewalk to go back to, say, a gate or something, that's all I would do. And if you're gonna do it that way, you can put the uh, drip system down first, and then just put the stepping stones right over the top of it, because the rest of it is still exposed to the uh, sun and everything, and you'll have normal evaporation, you'll have grass growing, you know, all the the normal stuff.
6: So what would be the preferred method?
1: On on the stepping stones?
6: Well, it was stepping stone with the irrigation. Uh, should I go put uh, some kind of layer of gravel or something below it? I wouldn't. Would that be of any more benefit?
1: Nope. No, I, I literally would lay those stepping stones just on the surface. Unless it's a sidewalk that's going to be stepped on continuously every day, uh, the stepping stones just sitting on top of the – you know, just literally – Go lay it on top of the grass, or maybe dig the grass out just a little bit so you can put it flush down with the grass. That's all I would do. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for the suggestion. You bet, Jeff. Have a great weekend. One eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. Bill, welcome to WBAP. Well, thank you.
8: Uh, I uh, heard, and uh, that the federal government has issued some new. Um, Manufacturing specifications for water heaters that will kick in in April.
1: Yes, they did. Anything
8: about that?
1: Yep. Uh, The new specifications that they've put out are regarding the insulation on the water heaters. And what it's doing is actually making the water heaters bigger around because they've got to have more insulation on them. Uh, And there is a second round of changes that will be coming in a couple of years. Changing uh, the efficiency of the water heaters. Both of these items, each of, of them, are making the water heaters a little more expensive. Uh, but this, the, the the big problem that we've discovered with the insulation part is if you got your water heater in in the attic, and you know, I know a lot of homes they don't, but for the ones that have them in the attic, the pull down staircase that goes into a standard 16 inch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. opening isn't wide enough to get the water heater up in the attic with that new insulation.
8: Could the insulation be removed, the water heater put up there, and then the insulation put back on?
1: No, because it's got the whole tank, you know, the, the uh, metal, yeah, it's all one unit. So, basically, like if the... you've got a water heater that's, you know, that's, say, 12 or 15 years old, and you're thinking you're starting to have some issues with it. I'd replace it now while you can still get the old style water heater versus the new one.
8: And then just postpone the the problem.
1: Yep. Well, down the road though, somebody'll probably get smart enough to say, "Hey, let's use this insulation which has a higher R value inch per inch." Because quite frankly what they use around water heaters right now is it's just fiberglass insulation typically. Yeah. Where if they would start using the spray foam insulation which i got an idea they're going to get into doing they'll be able to make them smaller again to where they can still fit up in the attic problem with the foam insulation the reason they don't use it right now it costs more okay
8: well mine is a i always buy the five year water heaters and they last me anywhere from six to eight years usually before i buy are electric yeah and then i get that sand build or precipitate out of the out of our city water Yep. It covers the bottom element and burns it up, and I haven't had any s- s- reasonable success uh, draining it and spooning that out. It doesn't seem to work. Now, right
1: if, now. if you're going to drain them, you really need to start doing that when they're new and do it once or twice a year to, yeah. to get all that stuff out, and that'll make them last a little bit longer. Six to eight years, though. So. That's a pretty short life for a water heater. Normally, you're going to get quite a bit more than that. Uh, What you may want to consider to get a longer life out of it is to just simply put a screen, a a filter, on before the water supply going into the water heater.
8: Oh, I never heard heard that.
1: Yeah, and uh, that'll you know catch the sediment before it goes into the water heater, uh, and keep it from getting so full of stuff.
8: Well, I thought the sediment was caused by the heat effect on our... We have uh, alkaline water.
1: Yeah. Now, the sediment, most of what you find in the bottom of the water heaters is just sediment that's running through the water that that runs in there and then it just settles in there. Okay. What the heat does is bind it all together as one large clump.
8: Okay. Well, one of the things I might do is just uh, waste some time on it and just buy me a new water heater and put in. That'll buy me some time until... The water till, till yeah. the water clears up on this new standards. Yep. sounds like we're going to have another deal, kind of like the uh, low-flush toilets, where they're nothing but trouble.
1: Well, low-flush toilets and the, the them buttoning in with our light bulbs and everything else, you know, it's I just... Know it. You would think they'd learn, but I guess they figure we send Not them the up there to, to... I guess they figure we vote them into office so they can screw with us.
8: Yeah. Well... One last question. I don't want to take all your time. Um, what is your take on tankless water heaters? I've always been leery of those things.
1: I changed mine out last year. Now I'm, I'm all electric as well. I, I changed out from a tank to a tankless last year, uh, about a year and a half ago now. And uh, I, I like tankless because you don't have to worry about your, your house running out of water, hot water, and stuff like that. However, if you've got a lot of... Sediment in your water supply, and it sounds like you do. You well, do it's still have water. It's yeah Fort
8: Worth, Texas water, which is supposed to be superior. Yeah. Well. But still, it ha- it's alkaline water. Yep.
1: And and all the water systems are getting to where they've got stuff running through them nowadays. On a tankless, you're supposed to flush the system out once a year, uh-huh. uh, just to clean the the pipes on the inside because they'll build up scale in there. That will make them less, less efficient and eventually start messing with the switches that turn it on and off. Uh-huh. But the, the cleanup form is really not that big a deal. You just uh, unhook the pipe going into it, dump the water or d- dump the uh, the cleaner through it, hook it back up, and you're done. It, it's pretty simple.
8: So run the hose outside and all that kind of
1: stuff? Uh, you don't even have to run it outside. You run it into a bucket. It's it's that it's that oh, small it's of a a
8: small volume, man. Yeah. it's
1: Tankless. Yep.
8: Well, how about wiring? Seem like that'd be a problem.
1: That is where you run into an issue because a standard water heater only uses a you know 110, typically going over to it. Some of them use a 220, but when you go to tankless, you're typically looking at two or three 220 breakers going to it. Oh. Uh, I ran 60 to. Uh, I have 60 amps going to mine. Okay. Well, I guess I could
8: look into that. Well, I think right now what I might do is go ahead and just get another water heater. And and, and even phone. if your
1: water heater's not out right now, you know, not, you, you just... But it's
8: like I say, it's a five-year. Yeah, a, it's set it in the garage, and,
1: and you've got it when you need it. Yeah, if I can find
8: room in the garage.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yours looks like mine, then.
8: Uh, okay, well, listen. Bill's... I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, and I'll I'll go talk to my plumber about this.
1: No problem. You take okay, well. care, Bill.
8: Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. One 1-800-288-9227. That's one eight
1: hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. My wife doesn't ask for a lot from me, but she would like to park her car in the garage, and I got to build a uh, shops out out here at the house so that I can move all my table saws and. Tools and stuff like that out of the garage so she can park in the garage. And I really need to get that done.
0: To those who keep us safe, we've got your back. The foundation has been repaired, the inside of the home has been demoed, and our total home renovation for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway. And now we need your help. The total home overhaul for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway. Dewest Foundation Repair has the foundation nice and level. Cadell Electric is about to wrap up the total rewire. And the folks at Mr. Restore are beginning the framing of the new addition. To find out more about this special project and the Patterson family, go to THIPro.com. Texas Home Improvement honors the men and women of Texas who help keep us safe. Here's more with Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome back. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Floor and Decor, Best Selection, Best Prices, and Expert Advice. And they're helping us out with the Patterson Project as well with uh, all the tile that we're needing out there. Michael, this is Jim. What can I do for you?
9: Yeah, Jim, you there?
1: Yes, sir. Go ahead.
9: Uh, yeah, I live in a single-wide mobile home, 16 by 76, and my air conditioning system, I've had it worked on a bunch. I've done some work on it myself. I'm not able to anymore. I'm a disabled veteran now. I'm pretty much a wheelchair-bound. But uh, some of the ductwork is pulled loose at one end. I can feel air coming through it when it's not on.
1: Uh-huh.
9: And I was th- i think my blower fans going out and, uh, I was talking about switching the window units this year.
1: I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Nope, because what you'll find is the cost of operating window units is typically substantially higher than that of central air and heat. And, yeah. Uh, I would at least get it looked at to find out the cost of repairing the system before I would look at replacing it. With window units because on the size trailer you're talking about you you would be looking at having to buy a minimum of three window units just because of the length of the building and even at that you're going to end up going into rooms closing doors in order to make that room comfortable for you so i would definitely take a look at at uh, at least what it's going to take to get that system fixed first
9: well, my problem is, uh, if this had happened last year, it wouldn't be a problem. But uh, I was in the hospital, had back surgery, and I came out, I was doing good, and I uh, collapsed in a coma.
0: Yeah. So it could get
9: heart failure, but my daughter had gotten involved with this guy. She lives here with me. And uh, she got involved with this guy, the next convict, and uh, while I was in the hospital, he maxed out all my credit cards, and that thought after 13 bankruptcy.
1: Yeah. Well, but you'd you still you you would still have to buy window units, uh, and that music means I've gotta, I've gotta go for a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas home improvement.
0: To those who keep us safe, we've got your back. The foundation has been repaired. The inside of the home has been demoed, and our total home renovation for injured firefighter Jeff Patterson is underway. And now we need your help. Go to THIPro.com to donate to the Patterson Project. Now, it's your turn to be a hero. To find out more about this special project and the Patterson family, go to THIPro.com. Texas Home Improvement honors the men and women of Texas who help keep us safe. Here's more with Jim Dutton.
1: And welcome back and talking about the Patterson Project. You know what, we are well underway. I need some help with drywall. If you're a drywall contractor, please get in touch with us. You can go to THIPro.com. Or cabinets, a landscaper for the backyard, a painter, someone to install the hardy siding on the place. We've got the the siding donated. We've got the paint donated. I just need some help with the installation process. So, again, go to THIPro.com. Hey, if you're not a contractor and you want to get involved and donate, Give us a call at 972-852-9191. That's 972-852-9191. Hope to give you a great update next week on where we're at with the Patterson Project. Have a great week and talk to you next weekend.